If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You likely heard this in the news yesterday. Canada coming out saying it would not be sending athletes to Tokyo for the 2010, 2020 Olympic Games unless they were postponed. Well, earlier today, we heard from International Olympic Committee member Dick Pound. He first told USA Today that the games would be postponed, likely to 2021. He also spoke earlier today with Global News. The IOC has pulled the the, the trigger on this. There's going to be a postponement, but they want to be able to put together all of the very, very complicated elements of a postponement. If you simply say the games are postponed, everybody will be whining about not being certain as to when they're going to be and where and all that sort of stuff. We also heard today from Justin Trudeau during his daily uh, debrief, his news conference about COVID-19. He was speaking this morning and acknowledged that move by Canada's Olympic organizers to boycott the Games and saying that it was not an easy one to make. I know this is heartbreaking for so many people, athletes, coaches, staff and fans. But this was absolutely the right call, and everyone should follow their lead. Let's bring in Howard Kelsey. He is a Canada Basketball Hall of Fame inductee, also a leader in the Canadian basketball community. Uh, He's been a driving force when it comes to Canadian basketball for decades, uh, representing Canada twice at the Olympics. Howard, thanks for taking some time with us today. My pleasure, Jill. What is your reaction to uh, Canada coming out yesterday and saying this, and now what it looks like, the postponement of the Games? Uh, extremely positive and also proud that Canada took the lead worldwide. Took a lot of courage to be the first country at the queue and uh, set the tone. Uh, having been a recipient of a boycott in the 1980s, I know exactly what it means for an Olympian to be told on your first one. That was my first. My second one was L.A. where we came fourth. You're going to have to wait four years in our case. In this one, I'm hoping that it's no more than one. Absolutely. I was surprised. I think a lot of people were surprised that it took this long because, again, like so many events around the world, nobody was calling for the complete cancellation, but saying, look, we don't know where this thing's going. You need to postpone these games. I totally agree with you. Again, there's a lot behind the scenes, but in the athlete category, of which that's more my lens than anything, I'm more of an athlete person, general manager type person than a coach. Uh, The business side of things is what's delaying it. But at the end of the day, it's a no-brainer. The power of the people behind the Olympics is they can stagger every single thing in the world that's sports-related, and all you do is calibrate it for the next four years. So, for example, my brother Doug, uh, who used to run uh, TransLink here as COO, he does the same for TriMet. He sits on the board at the World Track and Field Championships that were going to be in uh, Oregon next year, where Nike is worldwide headquarters. They will just have to stagger everybody else by the next four years. So instead of 2020, 2024, 2028, 
I would think you would go 2021, 25, 29, 33. I don't think it, I know it's not easy, but the end of the day is if they really want it to happen in a one-year delay based on what we're facing today is much bigger than sport in a worldwide health. And more importantly, I think, is the economic crisis. Very simply, do the right thing, delay it a year, and have it next year when hopefully our world is back to normalcy. Absolutely. And sorry, just so I'm clear, then are you saying that it wouldn't be that we delay or that gets delayed to 2021 and then back on track? Would it would that delay then be for each following Olympics? Well, again, I'm not going to take any presumptuous position as to how many years there should be between an Olympics. But normally in history, there's always been four unless there's a war mm-hmm. or in the case of the uh, Moscow boy- boycott, the invasion of Afghanistan. So if it's going to be a four-year delay, let's say for sure we can all agree on one thing. It should be at least till 2021, which is a one-year delay. Now, whether you calibrate it between 2021 and 2024, which I believe is Paris, or whether you believe it 2021 and 2025 Paris, that would be another decision they'd have to make. But again, you have so many different other sporting events, the World Championships, the FIFA soccer, et cetera, et cetera. That may be where the complications lie. Hmm. But a one-year delay overall should not be that complicated, other than from what I understand that they've sold the Olympic residences, as we have here in our Olympic villages, those people may have to take possession a year later. Right, because, uh, like, exactly, because the athletes would be there a year later as well. Like you said, it's uh, we tend to focus uh, on the sport and the athletes, but it's the business of it uh, and everything else that's all interconnected. The athletes, speaking for athletes, I've been one all my life, mm-hmm. athletes are extremely flexible and resilient. Just tell them what they need to know, tell them when they need to play, and they just got an extra year to train. The only athletes here that will be disappointed will be the ones that actually are at the end of their careers and getting maybe a little bit long in the tooth age-wise. Why would an athlete be so upset about a one-year delay? They know they're going to go again, and they know they're going to get more time to train. And, and you mentioned all of the other events. Would it change things then, or I guess they would just have to shift the schedule on, as far as qualifying events and other things that the athletes would be doing? Yes. For example, in the case of basketball, which obviously would affect us hugely, because Victoria got the unprecedented opportunity this summer to have all of our NBA guys for the first time ever in Victoria, 23rd to 28th. But overall, yes, it's disappointing. We have to congratulate Clint Hamilton and Glenn Grunwald and their team for putting it together. But if they know that they're going to have it next year, we'll still have the same opportunity. It's not that devastating of news other than the delay. And in the context of a world crisis, this is not a sports crisis. This is an economic crisis and possibly health crisis that we don't even know the level of. A one-year delay is really not that big in the overall context. Absolutely. And I think everybody, uh, I would hope, would agree with that. Uh, Howard, we'll have to leave it there. But thank you so much for joining us to talk about this today. Appreciate it. My pleasure. And hopefully we only have good news here going forward. And my message to the community is don't shake the pop can. Don't panic. Stay calm. And leaders... Don't talk. Action. Precise action. That's what you're elected for. Now do your job.